Alright, hopefully you're wide awake this Monday Because we're gonna rock We're alive and live and live in color Time ticks by Tick tock Still I try No rest for cross tops in my mind On my own, here we go Alright ladies and gentlemen, here we go We are live and direct Happy July 3rd, tomorrow's a big day Fourth of July, everyone's got their barbecue going on. I'm in here. Hey, if you can't see me out online, hey, I'm, I'm patriotic. I got my, 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 at least my stripes on. I need to get my stars. Well, maybe I'm wearing them. You just don't know. <laughs> hey, we're dialed in, and this is the experience known as the Unleashed Radio Hour. Got a lot of folks following along out there on Facebook. I got my good friend George. Hey, I, I got some family. I got Kyle's in the house. I got Derek's in the house. My brother's in the house. Hey, 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 listen, we want you to be in the house, so go out, follow along on Facebook, like the page, Unleashed Radio Hour. Again, Unleashed Radio Hour. I'm over on my personal profile today because it is a holiday, and I felt like just sharing the love in my network. But you can always, always find everything for the show out at UnleashedRadioHour.com. Again, UnleashedRadioHour.com. We're going to get into today's topic when we come back. You hear the music. We're going to run to a break. But listen, hey, things are changing in the workplace, and today we're going to break down what, why, and how it's important to you, and why you want to know so that you can lead your business. This is the Unleashed Radio Hour on Business 1110. KTVK. Barb was stuck in a pit of debt quicksand, only making minimum payments. If you buy something that's $2,000 and then you only pay $25 a month, you end up paying $2,000 in interest. Barb does not like being taken advantage of. I just don't like that. I like being in control and paying my bills. Barb regained control with help from National Debt Relief. I love National Debt Relief. They were very helpful. National Debt Relief has helped thousands of folks just like Barb eliminate more than $500 million of debt, and they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. They make it pretty easy. They negotiated with my debtors. National Debt Relief saved me thousands of dollars. I like them. <laughs> now that Barb's got it handled, I don't have to worry about not being able to pay somebody. That's what I love. It's like you get your life back. You can start over. Yay! If you're in debt for more than 10000 bucks, Barb says you should call who? Definitely recommend National Debt Relief. If they can help me, they can help anybody. Call now. 800-643-2747. 800-643-2747. 800-643-2747. This is Business 1110. All right, we are back kickstarting your heart today on this Monday. Rocking, we're rolling, we are taking care of business here on Business 1110 KTEK. This is the experience known as the Unleashed Radio Hour, and I am your host, Ron Klinger, this show is a production of Motivational Transitions. You can always learn more by going out to MotivationalTransitions.com. Hey, hey, and, 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 and Brother Mike making, making a return appearance. I hadn't been here for a while. <laughs> is the bad appearance by the Little Red Whistle. Hey, but I bring the Little Red Whistle to the stage today because today we are doing a little bit of coaching. We're doing some sharing. We're, we're talking today, and if you follow along out at UnleashedRadioHour.com or on Facebook at Unleashed Radio Hour, you will know that today's show 
is about the past, the present, and the future of the American workforce. Workforce and the workplace. Why do I get bubbled up in my words there? Because man, there's more than I could talk about here than the hour is going to allow me to do. So there may be a part. Duh. Well, wait, a part two. <laughs> I got to keep it real. I mean, tomorrow is the Fourth of July. We can't use any French in here, right? Or español también. All right, no, I'm just kidding. We are the great melting pot. But the point I'm trying to get across today is I want you to, to hopefully this will be an experience for you as you're listening in, either live or out on the podcast. We're also streaming live on Facebook, and I'm streaming live out at UnleashedRadioHour.com, where you may be dialed in on the ether. Hey, and look, here's the reality. I don't know many people these days that are born into nobility or born into wealth and riches. I don't know many folks like that. So the reality of the world is we got to work. So why do I put it that way? I hope you enjoy the work that you do because you're going to have to do it quite a bit. So here's here's the reality that we're going to get into. And we talk about this all the time. This show is about putting information, tools, and resources on the airwaves to help you unleash your career in business. So today, my, my goal today with, to, with the show is to get you to think about what's going on in the workplace around you. Couple things that I'm going to dial in very specifically is the fact that you need to understand that guess what, I, whew, we got them generations in the workplace, right? And that's where I want to start today's discussion because it is the generational perspective that I need to lead with because it's what's changing rapidly. It impacts how we do what we do, why we do what we do, and and you know we're we're getting to the point where we can actually say that we've got five generations. Yes, five generations in the workplace. Even the youngest generation being that Gen Z or that iGen, right? And these are folks that are born generally after the year 2000. Well, this is 2017. They are little by little making their way into our workplace. Why does that matter? Because if I say to a group, which I get a chance to do on a regular basis, and I go out and I talk to managers and, and leaders and folks that are out there in charge of stewarding companies and managing and leading others. If I say to you, oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, do you know, do you know what generation is the largest generation right now currently in the workforce? Do you know? Right? Well, guess what? It is the millennials. And if I bring that up, managers and, and leaders go, oh. <gasps> And there's a collective change in the barometric pressure in the room, and you think like a tornado is going to come in or something. But the reality is this, and I continue to talk about generational differences in the workplace in different pockets here on this show. But here's the, here's the key, and here is the reality. We've got to find a way to, I hate to bring up, I know, can't we all just get along? We've got to find a way to maximize what those differences are so that we can produce positive outcomes and results. Now we're going to take a moment and, and, and we're going to we're going to hit the pause button. Right? Because we need to stop and we need to learn and we need to assess where we are and where we're going. I, Ron Klinger, personally believe we are at a unique time in history. One that we haven't really faced that others will say, oh, we talk about all these generations and blah, blah, this and oh, this, that and complain this and, 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 and beat up that because they're the young whippersnappers and they just don't know any better. Well, there's some truth to that, right? There is some truth, not because of lack of a potential or want or, or, or intestinal fortitude or desire to do is that our life experiences are different. 
Let me repeat that. Our life experiences are different. So to understand how we work with one another, you know, all you got to do is just go out, Google. And that's all I did. And, and understand, you know, we, we're going to talk about those generations, those those five generations. We'll start with the oldest generation and move ourselves into the youngest generation that you're currently going to find in the workplace. But what I want to highlight, most importantly, that I hope that you as the listener will understand is, is looking at the life experiences that they had. Because those life experiences and or whoever your parents were as far as generational differences and how we went to work, that changes the landscape and shapes the landscape to what we have here today. You're going to go, well, that's great, Ron, but why does this matter? Okay, go out and talk to any human resources professional. Go out and talk to anyone that manages a collective group or a team of employees. And ask them, what is your, you look at the different generations, what is the composition of your company, your business, your team? And I'm going to tell you, you're going to find people that are having a hard time. I'm not saying everyone, but there's a lot of folks, when I go out and do this out in public and I do trainings and I do speaking engagements, it isn't easy to work across generations. So let me jump in, get these generations out of the way so when I talk to them and refer to them later in the show, you've got an idea of where we're going and what we're talking about. So in most cases, you look at the, the, the generation that I am going to start out with is the traditionalists. You know, some might call it the great generation. These are World War II vets. These are folks that, that fought for the freedoms that we're going to celebrate, that we're going to enjoy with our barbecues and our backyard picnics and going to the beach and getting sun fried out in the sun if you don't use enough suntan lotion. Okay? And so here's something to understand about... The traditionalists of the great generation, born between 1900 and 1945. Right, now, I want you to stop for a minute. 1900 to 1945 was when they were born. They experienced the Great Depression, World War II, a highly disciplined generation, tons of workplace loyalty, and, and, and a whole bunch of advancements. Hey, vaccines became a critical factor for this generation. Things that we take for granted today started with that traditionalist or great generation. Now, I want to bring a couple of things up. They lived through the Great Depression. If they were born early enough, they went through, boom, everything that crashed, right? 1929, their behaviors, their thoughts on fiscal responsibilities, their, their thoughts on what it means and what it meant to work, because they probably witnessed where people didn't have jobs, where people came through the pipelines like, look, if you don't want to do the job, guess what? They literally, in the times, if you think of what kind of jobs were held in the 19, early 1900s, 1900 to 1945, it was manufacturing, right? It was working in the steel plants. It was work or agriculture. There wasn't a lot of other work to be done. Yeah, you had your banks and yeah, you had some other, you know, retail and, and doctors here and there. But the work world looked very different when the traditionalists were born than it does today. Same thing, boomers, boomers, born 1946 to, 19, excuse me, 1946, yes, to 1964. Again, Vietnam War, the moon landing, civil rights and women's rights, right? Innovators, they're hardworking. And in the onset, the start, wait for it, 1946 to 1964 of personal computing. Like the teeny tiny, but those computers, like they took up like whole warehouse rooms. They weren't what sits in our, oh, in our hand or what I'm streaming live out on Facebook right now in my cell phone. All right. So we start to get, it's really some of that technological advancements 
okay, that you're starting to begin to see start to show up with the baby boomers, start to appear on the very, very forefront. So we start looking at how people show up and what work. If traditionalists were very disciplined and boomers were more ex- experimentation, exper- experiential, they would go and try to figure out how things are going to get done. Then we get to the Gen X generation, 1965 to 1976 or 1980. We start talking about an independent generation, right? That This is the fall of the Berlin Wall, the Gulf War, right? Hey, free agents in sports, which will come up here in a little bit later. Uh, the, the advent of the internet. Millennials, I'm sorry to tell you, actually started with my generation, Gen X. Okay, you don't own the rights to the internet, nor does Al Gore and the boomers. <laughs> I say that, but we experienced things that were new. Also experienced some challenges, AIDS, right? Things that came up in the world that made us realize, whoa, we're really, really, really small. Another thing about the Generation X being independent, why is that generation so independent? Because some of their parents, late, late, late traditionalists, meaning those that were born at the end of that birth pattern around, you know, 1940s on, and boomers, they're the ones, they created the dual income household. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the traditionalists did not have a truly defined dual income household that the boomers created that Gen X and millennials experienced for the first time in U.S. history. Why is Generation X independent? Because they took care of themselves as a generation known as the latchkey kids. That when you went to school, you came home either hidden on a latch or underneath the the mat at the front door or in the flower pot. What you had is kids taking care of themselves. So in the workplace, what does that mean? That you have a generation, Gen X, that can work very independent. Can they work with others? Yep. But they don't also like to be micromanaged. Right? So they want to be able to go and do it. Why? Because they're used to taking care of themselves. Then we get to, oh, yes, we get to the millennials. Now, generally, we most numbers out there, 1977, when you look at a generation, it's about a 20-year span of time of shared experiences and era of history. Most research out there points to millennials starting in around the year 1980 to the year 1998-2000. Right? They experience things that we've never had before, 9-11 attacks. A huge push and drive on community service. That immediacy need, that that instant gratification, or as I heard recently, the first time ever to be tagged with the millennial generation, the microwave generation. Bing, it's done, right? Very confident generation. Diversity is is literally is just a word. They don't see the mix that if you say boomers or traditionalists that fought in World War II, diversity what? No, they see things very differently. Right? Social everything. We are in this global world of social everything with the millennials. And then we have Gen 2020, Gen I, Gen, Gen Z. It hasn't stuck yet. We're very optimistic. There's high expectations. They've lived in an application world, right? If you say, hey, there's an app for that, you say that to a traditionalist, like, what appetizer am I going to get to eat? <laughs> it's not an app for work, right? Again, social games and the technology that travels with them. Name a young person today that is under the age of 10, 8 to 10 to 12, that doesn't have a tablet or a personal device to connect to the world around them today. Very different life experiences that, when it shows up in the workplace, shows up very differently, which is what we're going to talk about. We're going to run to a break. You've been listening to the Unleashed Radio Hour here on Business 1110, KTEK.
this Jason Bible with Right Path Radio. Look, if you're new to real estate or you're experienced and you just want a little help with wholesaling, flipping, rentals, you really need to get on the right path. So why should you listen to us? We take the confusion out of real estate investing. We make tailor-made plans just for you. Just like not every house is the same, so why should your investing plan be the same as every other investor? So listen to our show, Right Path Radio, weekdays, 9 a.m., right here on Business 1110 KTEK. Your retirement should be a time to enjoy the efforts of all your hard work, so it's critical to have the right financial plan so you don't run out of money during your retirement years. This is Ken Morave, host of the Money Matters Radio Show, inviting you to our free seminar. Choose 1 p.m. Saturday, Hilton Garden in Sugarland, 7 p.m. Thursday, July 13th, Courtyard by Marriott Pearland, or 1 p.m. Saturday, July 15th on Memorial. Please reserve now at moneymatters.net. That's moneymatters.net. Or call 800-994-0302. Again, 800-994-0302. Attention managers, business owners, and human resources professionals. Do you struggle with positively engaging and developing your team? Hi, this is Ron Klinger, host of the Unleashed Radio Hour. For over a decade, I have been coaching and helping leaders just like you. From management and leadership training to individual coaching and support, I can help you address the everyday challenges you face in your business or organization. If you're looking for a partner to your success, call the man who can help you with your plan. You can reach me online at MotivationalTransitions.com or by phone at 832-746-9760. This is Business 1110. Yeah, a little patriotic flair to today's show. Hope you're out there. Some of you taking the long weekend or the maximized weekend with the holiday tomorrow, July 4th. Glad to have you listening along here, whether we're streaming live out on Facebook or out at UnleashedRadioHour.com or, of course, on Business 1110 KTEK. Uh, you know, we, we, we spent that first segment, and I used that. I wanted to set the tone so that we could understand when I put it out there, how the workplace is changing, how we're in a very unique time in, in I believe, in our history of what it means to work. We've, we've never had five generations in the workplace before. It's just not happened. The other thing that I want to set, a, 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 set the stage and, and, and a precipitous to of what's going to occur and what is happening, yo, baby boomers, you were called the baby boomer generation surely because of the mass size of the numbers within your generation. But guess what? Here comes a little dose of humble pie. You are no longer the largest generation in the workplace. It is the millennials. The millennials are the largest generation currently today in the workplace. All stats out there online, if you point to to workforce dynamics and planning, say that by 2025, the millennials will be 20, excuse me, 75% of the workforce by 2025. Again, 75%, three quarters, because the traditionalist or the great generation is going to 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 take themselves out of the out of out and retire. The boomers are retiring. The stats that I see average anywhere from 10 to 12,000 boomers retire daily. That is a lot. Now, some of that was delayed. We would have seen this probably sooner had we not experienced the recession here in the United States in 2008, 2009. We probably would have seen more boomers retire before now. But the other thing is, we're also living longer, so we're working longer. So what I'm about to say is, some things just ain't going to change. Diversity, as far as from a generational perspective, is going to be present for at least the next 10 to 15 years. And how we work through that is going to be the keys to our success. Because old standards of way of 
doing business are having to change. Boomers, hello. Newsflash, boomers. The workplace and how you do it is changing. What does that mean? I know (laughs) if I were to talk to an entire room of baby boomers, and most baby boomers are in that C-suite, they're business owners, they are high-level executives in their companies, when you say the term millennials, they turn white knuckled. <laughs> They're like, and they get, they get, they get hangry. Maybe they need a Snickers bar. Maybe we need to get Snickers to sponsor the show. Anyway, something <laughs> they're hungry. But the point is, it's not because millennials are bad, and we bash, and I guilty as charged at some point in time. But I'm flipping my switch and saying we need to understand the millennial generation, whether we like how they show up to work or not. Why? Uh, newsflash. Let me go back what I just said at the first start of this segment. By 2025, the millennials will be 75% of the workforce. Yes, I'm letting that sink in. So I'm going to get to some practical applications of what this means. But let's talk about some real different things right now as far as how and ways that the different generations just like to engage. You know, one of the things that's very different is how they look at their careers. And I'll go through this real quick before I hit this next break. When you look at that career attitudes, you look at the the, the, the great generation or that traditionalist generation, they got a job for life, right? That was the way. Hey, I'm going to get a job. That's where I'm going to go to work. That's where I'm going to stay. Boomers really have parts of large organizations. But yet the boomers were the ones that experienced layoffs in the 80s. They've seen what happens with the dot-com to boom to bust. They've gone through. So that loyalty starts to drain, to, to, to drain and, and, and subside substantially, right? Gen Xers, loyal to a profession, not an employer. And the Xers are the first generation that really, really becomes the emergence of the knowledge worker, meaning it's more about what I know and what I can, can bring to the table than potentially skill sets of what I do. Millennials, hey, here we go. Millennials, the first digital career. How many millennials do you know in big companies, because they have to have them these days, are their social media coordinators? That everything they do is on a social world. Gen Z, they're mobile, ladies and gentlemen. They are mobile. They can work wherever there's a connection. Very different if you go back to the traditionalists growing up during the Great Depression and the manufacturing and the Great Industrial Revolution in the United States. Hey, you had to be at the plant to do your work. So if you don't think that makes a difference in how we do things today, you're crazy. Hey, speaking of crazy, I got to stop. I could go on forever. We got to run to a quick break. We'll be right back after these messages. Are you living with pain? I was after a nasty fall. I got relief with one hour pain relief. I'm Barry Yarconi, president. And here's Lisa, a Marine who was injured in Iraq. After surviving an explosion, I was on horrible painkillers for lingering head, shoulder, back, and knee pain. But I hated the dangers and side effects. My friend told me about one-hour pain relief, and now I'm off the drugs. One-hour pain relief is the result of 15 years of research on an amazing extract from hops, the plant used to flavor beer. Whether your pain is from an injury or just aging, you get safe, all-day relief in less than one hour. We're so sure you'll love one-hour pain relief, too, that we'll send you a one-week trial for just a small shipping charge. Call 800-269-4200 right now. That's 800-269-4200. There's no gimmicks, no obligation, no automatic shipments. Stop living with pain. 
Call 800-269-4200 for your one-week trial or visit onehourpainrelief.com. That's 800-269-4200. This is Business 1110. All right, we're rocking away here today on the Unleashed Radio Hour. Again, your host, Ron Klinger. Always, always a privilege, always an honor to be on the airways with you. Whether we're streaming live at UnleashedRadioHour.com or out on Business 1110 AM here in H-Town, KTEK. Or to all those folks, hello, Rand, out there. And I think, hey, I'm even, I believe if I'm right, I got somebody watching from Africa right about now. Yes, can I get an amen? Amen. Hey, that's the joy of having things streaming live out on the world of Facebook. Okay, so when we went to that last break, I was beginning to talk about how unique that, that, that the different generations look at what their career attributes are. How do they see, what's their attitude towards their career? It's very, very different. Loyalty means something very different to the traditionalist boomers, Xers, millennials, and Gen Z. And that's five generations in the workplace. All right? Initiative. Hey, hey, as far as hey, those incentives and that showing that initiative in the workplace, it's also different. Right? The traditionalist, very consistent rules, regular schedules. You know, I mean, if you really think about the 40-hour work week, right, people punching in, punching out, punching in, punching out. Heck, now people can work for wherever they can connect to remotely. It doesn't look like the 48, 40 hours. Sometimes it's 60, sometimes it's 80, depending on the work that's to be done. And sometimes people have a hard time unplugging. I'm speaking for the truth. <laughs> Been there, done that, got the T-shirt. So when we start really seeing how things work, you know, the boomers, it's, it's about titles. It's about saving to retirement because they watched their parents not be able to do so, working till late or not having anything at all. Right? Cash was important in those cash incentives. Gen Xers brought into the world, hey, I want some flexibility and some schedules. Everyone thinks it's the millennials. But why would Xers want some of that? Oh, because the, Gen X is the first generation to experience, in mass, dual-income households, mom and dad going to work. So health insurance becomes critical. Fair and equal pay is also important. Millennials. Boy, howdy, flexible time off, cool perks. You know, you hear about the bean bags and the pizza and the ping pong tables, right? Travel opportunities. But here's one of the things that's really, really significantly different. And if you have someone from a traditionalist, the great generation, and a baby boomer and a millennial in the room, and the millennial will stand out, hey, what is our purpose in the work that we're doing? And they're going to be looking at you, purpose, purpose? Who wants to talk about purpose? Purpose in the essence of millennials want more from work than just being work. Is our company socially responsible? Are we making a difference? Are we able to give back to the community? Now, if you're out there listening, hey, you want to get in this conversation? Call in 281, excuse me, text in 281-892-1972. You can text in 281-892-1972 or call in at 713-785-1817. 713-785-1817. If you've seen this, if you've experienced this, we'd love to hear from you. But man, you bring that stuff to the workplace and say, hey, we want to make sure that we have purpose in our work. And the boomers are going to be like, say what? Get yourself back to work. Pick you up by your bootstraps. You don't need to know because you don't have the title or the response. What? And they'll be like, what do you mean I don't need to know something? All I have to do is ask Siri, Siri, how do I do this? And bring it's right there. Or, hey, Google. I mean, <laughs> funny is, I'm putting my hand up to my face here like I'm holding my cell phone. Right? Our mannerisms have even changed in what we do. <laughs> so if you don't think that these things matter... 
Talk to people who manage and lead others in the workplace and ask them, how are your generations? One, what are the generations that are present in the work that you do? And then two, how's that working for you? Scale it one to ten. Scale of one to ten. Ten, outstanding. One, oh dear goodness, we need some help. You see, I think it's getting people together and creating a common mission. Oh, there's that word. Common mission. And a vision helps to alleviate all of that pain. Yeah, because everybody wants to dance now. Ha! Hey, we're going to run to another break. We come back. We're going to talk about some strategies of how to do and what to do. We've done some past. We're doing some present. Hey, and we're going to give a glance and a vision to the future of the workplace. You're dialed in. This is the Unleashed Radio Hour. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-207-1265. 800-207-1265. 800-207-1265. This is Business 1110. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Yeah, we, it's hammer time here on the Unleashed Radio Hour. <laughs> hey, and some people like, you can't touch this. <laughs> I love our bump music, getting to have fun here today. Hey, bump music, let's just talk about that. That's generational. Can I get an amen? Amen. See, that's how we have fun here on the Unleashed Radio Hour. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're dialed in. The topic for discussion is, is really talking about the past, the present, and the future of the American workplace. And, and how important it is to understand the composition of who's coming to work. No, this isn't us going to, to Washington or the White House. No, we're not doing that. But who's coming to work as far as when something to understand and comprehend, and I share this with leaders all the time. When, when you have a team and team members that you supervise, that you lead, guide, grow, develop, and support, what you need to comprehend and understand is when everybody comes through the door, everybody brings with them unique life experiences, their background, their education, their personality, and every single person is uniquely different. Right? Can I, can I say it together uniquely different? I, I, I just did. So the point that I'm trying to get across is that those experiences are what are, are, are making things awkward or difficult or where people are having difficulties in understanding each other and how their approach to work is different from one another. You know, baby boomers, seriously, one of the, and baby boomers were taught not only by their traditionalist bosses, but by their own generation that is about rank and file and titles. You know, that's where the, the, the old adage of, well, that's above your pay grade and you don't need to know. Well, millennials don't comprehend that language, not because they're incompetent, not because they're not smart. But as I went to the break and I talked about it, that this generation that has tablets and handheld devices, they can find any bit of any information relevant to whatever task they're doing. They can just go out online and find it in their phones. 
So why can't I find information on my phone, but you, Mr. and Mrs. Supervisor, you can't help me understand the purpose of our company and the mission, and, and are we socially conscious or not? See, different values are showing up in the workplace that we have to account for, especially if you're at that C-suite level, especially if you are making decisions that impacts and drives entirely, wait for it, the uh, buzzword, hang on, hang on, show buzzword, the culture of your organization. Yes, I put emphasis on that all the time. And put plainly, and I loved it because I got to spend some time and I've got some of my, my, my peeps out there following along on Facebook from the Positive Coaching Alliance. And we like to describe things. I'm a certified trainer with them. Culture is the way we do things around here. All right? And, and if you don't define that within your organization, in essence, you get what you get and you can't throw a fit. So let's talk about a couple key points here that, that can help to steward forward in ways that will help your organization thrive and succeed in the future of the American workplace. First and foremost, you ready? Here comes a, I, I, oh, I wish I had the, the sound bite from this, so I'll do my best interpretation. We're on search for the Holy Grail. Would you like to join our expedition? I'm sorry, we've already got one. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Why do I bring that up? Because the Holy Grail of what any leader in a company or business could hope for today and going forward, is going to be soundly put on employee engagement. And I say that time, time, and time again. All right, Employee engagement is about creating an environment or a culture where people have the ability to bring the best of them to work each day, that they want to come to work, that they enjoy the work that they do, that there's passion and purpose, and for lack of a better description, there's a little pep in their step when they're coming in. They're not dreading work saying, always me. Time to make the donuts, right? And waking up doing my best Eeyore impression with a crossover to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> so the point I'm trying to get across is if you're not aware of what's important to your employees, hmm, how can you meet them where they need to be met, feed them the way they need to be fed with information, tools, resources, programs, or support if you don't know what the need is and how it exists? So one of the things that we've done for the last several months, the last two months, and you can go out to UnleashedRadioHour.com, click on the podcast link. And what I would encourage you to do is to go out and listen to, at least here in the Houston area, the Houston's best and brightest companies to work for and the elite award winners. They have put into place programs that are targeted on making and creating an environment of engagement. I can't stress that enough. If you want to learn more, you can go out to 101bestandbrightest.com. See, I believe wholeheartedly, looking at it from an organizational development perspective, that role in an organization now is just as critical as your sales department. Someone to be responsible internally, that their focus, their pulse is centered on creating the culture and the organization that is desired as a part of the executive leadership team that has the ability to engage managers and leaders at every level. I think is critical and crucial. Why do I say this? Because the, 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 the denominator, the human capital that you need to be successful is going to want to be engaged in the work that they do. And if they're not finding it at you, with you as an employer, with you as a Mr. or Mrs. business owner, whatever you're doing, they're going to go find the employer that does engage them, that does meet their values 
for the work that they're going to do. Because if that's not present, they will walk. <laughs> it is fact. So again, I come back to it. The holy grail is employee engagement. So I ask this. If you're out there and you're a part of a business or a company, when was the last time or have they ever at your company or organization participated in an employee engagement survey? Do you know what your employees think about that experience? Now, people are like, I don't really care. It's work. Okay. Because you know who's going to say that? Probably a traditionalist or a baby boomer. I'm just being honest. I ain't trying to cast stones in a glass house, right? But here's the reality. You've got to know that information today. You didn't need to know that in the 1930s and 40s. You didn't care. Well, you're going to care today because if we start talking about positive employee engagement, that relates and correlates to positive results. Case in point, how many have ever had to call, pick up the telephone, and had to call the customer service line? Hello, this is Bob. How can I help you? And you know it's not Bob, okay? But my other point is, have you ever gotten that service agent on the other end of the line that doesn't care to help you solve your problem because they're stuck behind policies and procedures? Well, I'm sorry. According to policy, ma'am, we're not allowed to do that today. Uh, is it just today or every day? Oh, I'm sorry. I should have just, we're not allowed to do that, period. So you're not allowed to or you will or you won't. You see, employees that are engaged, especially in a customer service environment, will find solutions to problems, even if that may be something that someone doesn't desire. You know, I, I, I get asked to do certain things here and again on customer service. You know how I, you know, when you, you know when you really, really, really have delivered good quality customer service is when you have to tell someone no. Unfortunately, that's not something that we can do. And they thank you. They thank you because you've tried every avenue and every alternative to make it work. And unfortunately, the options aren't desirable, but I thank you for your effort in trying to solve them for me. It's not, are they happy with you? It's not all smiley faces. No, it's them seeing, oh, you being engaged, you owning part of the situation or the problem. Because all it takes is one bad customer service experience. And in today's social connected wild world that we live in, for someone to put a message out there that says, do not go to this restaurant. And on the flip side, all it can take is one great story and someone will come flocking to your doors. You know, I'm reminded recently, talk about engagement. All right, social media is driving that. Boomers didn't even know what social media was when they started to work. It didn't exist. It becomes a tool and a resource now that companies must manage and must facilitate. Because if they don't manage and facilitate it, it's going to eat them up. Good, bad, and indifferent. I mean, great story here from social media. There was a gentleman who was impacted up off Highway 290. And if I said that to anyone in Houston, they'd just scream from the top of their lungs, no, it's because people hate going down it. Why? Because it's been in disarray and construction for, it seems like, forever. But there's a gentleman who has single dad, kids that have diabetes, who was working but couldn't even pay himself, couldn't pay, cash his own paychecks. Why? Because the construction was impacting the flow into his pizza shop. So he put out on there, my point is social media can drive great things. Put on there a great story in the community, as is Houston. What I love surrounded this man and his boys and his business and said, you know what? We'll endure the traffic problems. We're going to go to that man's pizza shop. We're going to help his business grow. Great story. Great servant heart story. But the point that I'm trying to get to, the way we work and what we do matters. Social media is a part of that and, and how we connect is a part of that. But I come back to the engagement aspect. If you're not engaging your employees, it's going to be tough to keep them. 
They need to have more than just the paycheck. And people that, that prescribe and subscribe to, to, to older work philosophies, uh, 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 old school ways of doing business, guess what? It doesn't work the way it used to. Right? It doesn't work the way, hey, I give you a paycheck, so that should tell you that I appreciate you. No. Right? Not only do you engage, finding the appropriate ways to recognize. Because the number one reason why people leave a job is because of their boss, which is tied directly and proportionate to it. They just don't feel appreciated in the work that they do. People don't quit companies. They quit bosses. So what does that mean in your organization? Oh, gee, I don't know. I just might happen to dib and dabble a little bit in this. You better be training and developing your mid-managers in your organization to help drive positive engagement of your employees, positive recognition practices, to make sure that they are actually connecting to everybody. What we don't, what, what used to be, hey, we could go top down forever. But I think it's more of a spoke with a center wheel. Mid-managers play such a vital role across all organizations because they're the conduit between C-suite or executive level and everybody that's on the frontline trenches and how does the organization thrive and do its work. So if your managers aren't all-star managers and leaders at that, that mid-management level, the question is, are you developing them? And if not, when are you going to start? Oh, gee, I just might be able to help with that. That's where I do a lot of my work. So that's how I know. Any organization that's out there, if you're listening, you need to have quality mid-management training. Your managers, don't just take them to the deep end of the pool and expect them to be successful at leading others and say, here, good luck, you're now a manager and here comes the salary and the title to show with it. And expect that to be good. Because generally speaking, more times than not, it isn't. Right? So the key, again, engagement, recognition. Are you developing your managers? Do you have Good career paths and plans for your employees. I'm telling you, all these things are different than before. If you go back to the traditionalists, you go back to the boomers, they were glad to have jobs. Crazy part today, the millennial generation, you can go out and read this, they would rather not work than work at a job that doesn't engage the best of them. That is different. That is unique. And when the millennials are going to comprise 75% of the workforce in less than 10 years, I hope you're listening, managers, business owners. It is truly about engaging all generations for success in your business. We're going to run to a break. Be right back. Attention business owners, we know that owning a business means getting things done right now. So if your right now list includes a new building, call the right now company. General Steel. We can design a building for your business quickly and save you thousands of dollars. That's right, thousands. You may think General Steel only builds large projects or that you can't afford General Steel quality. Well, check these prices. How about a 40 by 60 foot building for under $22,000 or even a 50 by 100 for under $35,000? That's right, a 5,000 square foot building for under $35,000. And these buildings all have General Steel quality. Best of all, you can still order a building and have it delivered in time to build this year. How's that for right now. So if your right now list includes a new building, call the right now company. 
General Steel. 800-965-1293. Attention managers, business owners, and human resources professionals. Do you struggle with positively engaging and developing your team? Hi, this is Ron Klinger, host of the Unleashed Radio Hour. For over a decade, I have been coaching and helping leaders just like you. From management and leadership training to individual coaching and support, I can help you address the everyday challenges you face in your business or organization. If you're looking for a partner to your success, call the man who can help you with your plan. You can reach me online at MotivationalTransitions.com or by phone at 832-746-9760. This is Business 1110. Turning it down here on the Unleashed Radio Hour. Always love coming back to a little DJ steak, a little, little turn down for what? All right, we're getting ready to say that turn down for what? Because we're getting ready for some football here in H-Town. Hey, listen, this is that part of the show where I've, I've, I've adapted, I've adopted, I've made this the be positive segment of the show. We've been talking today about, about the past, the present, and the future of the American workplace. That we've got five generations that are now present that are out there that that work very differently. That that the key to success in your organization and your company is how do you get them to work collectively and collaboratively together? We've talked about employee engagement surveys. We've also talked about recognition. You know, one of the things that I'm going to do, and we, many, 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 many of you have probably heard this quote. I'm going to put this out on the Facebook page so that you can reference it if you'd like. And this is from Maya Angelou, a great quote, one that is the be positive quote of the day, and it goes as follows. I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And the reason I think that's critical and important is because that ties directly into creating that work environment where people are engaged, where they can bring the best of them every single day. When folks can't be themselves, when when folks have to suppress ways that they do things, when folks aren't permitted to grow and to flourish and to make mistakes, when when, when we always have a a, a narrow perspective, people aren't going to engage much in what they do. They want to have a connection. So again, I come back to the following. I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And that is the role, that is the responsibility of mid-managers in the organization. That doesn't mean that C-suite folks aren't genuine, aren't authentic, but it does mean that your presence matters in the essence of your presence for how you do treat others and make them feel from recognition practices, from the opportunities to grow and develop to the fact that, hey, I want to hear from you because you are a part of making our organization great. What are your thoughts? And I maybe not be able to do it all, but I really want to know from you. How can you make a difference here? That's going to make all the difference in the world where people are truly, truly going to love the work that they do, make a significant difference significant difference in your organization and your company by engaging the most positive attributes of what they have to bring, their gifts, their talents, and their strengths for not only their success, but your success. 
We're dialed in. We'll come with our closing thoughts here in just a second. You're listening to The Experience, known as the Unleashed Radio Hour. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. This is Business 1110. All right, we are on fire here in studio. Not like literally, but figuratively speaking. Hopefully you're on fire out there enjoying your time and you're on fire for the work that you do day in and day out. You're listening to the Unleashed Radio Hour. I'm your host, Ron Klinger. This is our final closing segment of our show here today. Thank you for following along. For those of you out on Facebook, gig them, thumbs up. Streaming live at UnleashedRadioHour.com or listen to the podcast at UnleashedRadioHour.com or on iTunes. As well as being out there on Business 1110 AM on the dial, Business 1110 KTEK. All right, hey, look, we're going to bring this show to a close. You know, we've, we've talked about today, again, the topic of the show was the past, the present, and the future of the American workplace. We know how important it is for business owners, leaders, and, and, and professionals out there that the key to your success, ironically enough, is how many people can you help be successful. So we're trying to understand the differences when we look at the generational presence, you know, when those generations collide and why do they collide and, and why is it that that those darn whippersnappers, they don't know how to do work. When I was their age, I went, rah, 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 rah. right? <laughs> I mean, that's all we'll begin to hear. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the Charlie Brown teacher calling at home, wah, 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 wah. right? It, it does, it, it drowns out, you know, because again, I come back, the reality is, the millennials, 2025, will be 75% of the workforce, and they are already the largest generation currently. Today, as I speak, the largest generation currently in the workforce, 75% by 2025. So we need to understand how do we engage, because engagement matters. We need to understand the values that we espouse in our company. So a couple quick things that I will leave you. One, go out. You want to learn more about this, the state of the American workplace. I've only had a chance to glance, but it set me on this path of my own thoughts today. Go out to Gallup. Go search Gallup State of the American Workplace Report. You can get the PDF for free. I challenge leaders and business owners to educate themselves on the changing dynamics of the workplace. No, work isn't the same. The workplace isn't going to continue to be the same. It's changing. And you can get ahead of that change, you can lead that change, or the change will leave you behind. And your business. So if your legacy matters, hopefully you know how to adapt and make things work for you. The other thing that I would encourage you to do is absolutely positively invest in training your mid-managers. 
you need to equip them with tools and information and resources to make a positive impact for those that they are tasked with leading, guiding, growing, developing, and supporting. The key to your success is in that mid-management level. Sorry, C-suite folks, you do matter. But in the trenches, day-to-day, in and out, those that drive engagement and connection and productivity in your organization are your mid-managers. Equip them with the tools they need to do their job or watch your talent walk out the door. Because the reality is they do look at themselves much like free agents. They're going to go to the highest bidder. The highest bidder who likes me, who will pay me, I will go where I am most engaged. And again, from the Monty Python search for the Holy Grail, you must bring us some employee engagement. Yes, employee engagement is at... Yes, exactly. Who is this strange person? (laughs) Engagement is the key, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, be safe this holiday weekend. Don't play with fireworks. Leave them be to the professionals. Be safe. Be smart out there on the highways and the byways. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, it is an honor. It is a privilege to be here on the airways with you here on the Unleashed Radio Hour. Thank you for dialing into the show today or to the podcast. Until next week, see ya.